I said, um, I will marry you and I will take you around the world. And she must have been shocked. I was, I just looked at him like, who is this person? Once again, you're welcome to a family life series. This is the second episode. I hope you enjoyed the first episode. I hope you've watched it. If you haven't, please go and watch it. It will it will bless you. Uh, and also, don't forget to subscribe to the channel, the City of Refuge, Melbourne. And don't forget to click on that little bell that you see at the bottom. It's called the notification bell. Praise the Lord. Today is another wonderful day, and uh, we'll be, today we'll be looking at how did we meet? We'll start with that before we go on to questions. And one thing before I forget, keep those questions coming. We'll get to yours in one of the series. So don't, don't, don't be, just relax, chill. We'll get to that. But today we want to talk about how did we meet? So uh, how did we meet? I, I think you should lead Me? on that. Yes, and then I will come in. Okay, all right. Yes. Well, how many years? Ago? You are good with dates, so you yes, so you so you help me fill in the gaps. So, what year did we meet? Uh, Nineteen eighty-seven, April. Wow, <laughs> April. I said he's good with dates. Um, I'm getting there. Amen. Nineteen. 1987, 87. see what I said, 1987, April, we met at, um, I was in uni then, and he was working at the um, teaching hospital, university teaching hospital in Shagam. He was the head of department of the physiotherapy, of the physiotherapy department then, and um, we went, a friend of his was having a, I think a bachelor's party. Uh, he I was, think he's better you. Yeah, uh, uh, this one. A, a good friend of mine, um, uh, Dr. Uh, Bolaji Adebi, was having his bachelor's eve. And uh, some of us, as um, friends, we decided to just have a little get together uh, to send him off from bachelorhood. <laughs> and um, I was working at the Ogun State University Teaching Hospital, and she was a student at uh, Ogun State University, uh, which uh, I think was located in uh, another city, another town from Shagamo, where I was. Uh, she came there with some of her friends, and I was also there. And the very first time I saw her, I just knew in my heart that I found my wife. Uh, because I've always just believed before this time that the day I will meet my wife, I will just know. I've said that a few times, and I've believed that. That's why it's important what you are saying. Mm -hmm. It's important the things you believe. Whatever you believe will eventually become your experience. Yeah. I true. must say at this time that I was just uh, you know, at best, probably uh, a very young 
believe I wasn't even very committed. I wasn't uh, I wasn't very committed to the Lord. But there are some things I just believed, even from the time I was in the university, that the day I will meet my wife, I will know. And the day I met her, I just knew. And I told her two things straight away. I said, um, I will marry you, and I will take you around the world. And she must have been shocked. I was, I just looked at him like, who is this person? What do you mean by, I didn't say anything then. I just kept quiet. Within me, I was like, huh. Yeah, she, she didn't say anything. <laughs> she kept quiet. Uh, uh, what I told her, I said, I will marry you, and I will take you around the world. And she was just looking at me. And I was not perturbed uh, by her looks. Uh, I was not <laughs> disturbed that she did. She wasn't excited at what, at, at what I've just said. Uh, but I just remained confident. And of course, you can attest to it. Here we are, 30 years after. <laughs> yeah. Or 33 years, 33 years after, after the day. Wow. Uh, it was quite interesting. Uh, it, after that particular episode, uh, she invited me to her school. I went there. And she also invited me to her home. And God has a way of arranging things. Her father and my father were actually schoolmates. They went to the same high school. We did not know that before we met. So by the time I introduced myself and I mentioned my name to her dad, and of course, I went there on my best behavior. <laughs> you know. It had to be. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very well dressed. And then and the dad introduced me, not as my, you know, just my friend. And I said, yes. And, uh, you know, told him my name. And he was like, is your dad? So and so and so. I said, yes. And it was a shock to both of us. I think you should continue the story from there. <laughs> Amen. Well, when he, when he said that to me, that I will marry, I was like, you know, when a young, young, young man just comes to you and says, you don't take him serious. You don't take the person serious. Like, but one thing I discovered was that I couldn't just push him away. Anytime he comes around, I'm like, what are you looking for? But I couldn't push him away. I didn't, I didn't know why. I can tell you why. <laughs> Uh, because you found a young, handsome man. Oh, okay. And you just couldn't resist his charm. All right. Yes. If you say so. If you say so. You found a young, handsome man and you couldn't resist his charm. Well, and it, uh, I, was just, uh, I was just quite confident. He was, that. that he was. He was very, very confident and very, very convincing and very, very persuasive. He didn't... He didn't take no for an answer. He doesn't take, and that still is that still goes on even till today. He does not take no for an answer. He believes that everything can turn around with God. Things can turn around. He does not take no. He doesn't give up on anything. Amen. Well, uh, that is true, uh, but I must also qualify that uh, the moment I believe that I've heard from God. The moment I believe that this is the word of the Lord, then I will just turn into, uh, uh, just hold on to it uh, with a faith like a bulldog, Amen. not letting go. Amen. Because I've learned that 
possessing promises in God will sometimes require a fight mm. uh, because there's an opposition. Mm. There's someone who will want to stand against that. But I must say this, that even at that time, uh, well, that would be the beginning of my journey of faith. I didn't know a lot of the things that uh, I know now, but there were some things that were quite clear to me at that time. Do not give up. Not that she was she was resisting, uh, but uh, at the same time, I wasn't just going to, oh, because she wasn't excited. You know, my wife doesn't get excited very easily. Uh, because she wasn't excited about the entire proposal, you know, I didn't allow that to uh, to phase me. I didn't allow that to bother me. Uh, but, you know, eventually, when the relationship, and we got married, 21st of April, 1990. And there are lessons I just want to bring out from that. One is this. Um, ask God, especially if a believer, commit the mm -hmm. issue of your choice to mm -hmm. God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Bible says we should commit our ways unto him and trust also in him and it will bring it to pass. Commit your choice to God. Yeah. Ask him to lead you. Ask him to guide you and trust mm -hmm. that he will lead you and show you the person. Because there's, there's something, there's, there's a bone of your bone. There's someone that is the bone of your bone and the flesh of your flesh. Not every believer will be the right fit for, uh, you know, not every man. Oh, he's a Christian. I just like him. He's such a Christian. Oh, he's just, it, it doesn't mean that that same person will be the right fit for yes. you. You need to find the person who is the right fit for your own temperament. Who is the person that will be able to, the two of you can work together, plan together, and then the two of you can stay together, and, and, and the rest of it. Not just because it's a believer, but because it's the right, it's the person, right person for you. Amen. The bone of your bone and the flesh of your flesh. The one that God has ordained, because with that person you'll be able to build together. Yep. You'll be able to build, grow together, yep. build together. That doesn't mean there won't be challenges. We'll, we'll, those ones we'll talk about in some other episodes. Well, we, today we have a question, yeah. and uh, we'd like to answer that question. Uh, someone said, he said, they said, have you ever decided to quit in marriage or regretted being married? If yes, what really encouraged you to keep going? I'll repeat. Have you ever decided to quit in marriage or quit your marriage? Or regretted being married? If yes, what really encouraged you to keep going on or to keep going? Praise the Lord. Um, well, uh, that's a very, very interesting question. Every marriage will go through its own hills and valleys. Will go through challenging times. Challenging times happens to everybody, to everyone, every there's no, there's no individual, no marriage that is, that is uh, immune to challenging times. We go through. But now, how you handle those challenges will, yep. will determine its outcome. Yep. Marriage is an institution ordained by God. Mm. And he has told us that in this world, 
you will have tribulations. But it says, be of good cheer, I have overcome the world for you. So with that in mind, when we enter, many people, when they, when they enter into the union of marriage, a lot of people are not matured when they go into marriage. They just like the idea of being married, especially for ladies, for young women. Say, oh, some say, I'm, good, I'm getting old. Mm. I'm, age is not on my side. Yep. Who says age is not? Who says that? Did God say that? No. Some will say, oh, all my friends are getting married. And then they just move to the next, next person that shows a bit of interest. And say, okay, I found No. Marriage is, very, very, marriage is ordained by God. Mm. And like I said earlier, when you, when, you're when you marry right, you're able to build together. Challenges will come. Bring the question back to asking that, have, I, have we ever regretted or decided to quit on marriage? It never occurred to me once. Now I'm talking about me. Why didn't I cut it? Because at the, from the onset, we made God the foundation. Yeah. We made the word of God. I must say right here that it wasn't easy, but it was doable because, because of God. God is able to grant us the grace to go through. When we are in, when we are in his perfect will, when we, are, we know that what we're doing is right, is before, before God we are in his will, we are working as best as we can in his word, he gives us the grace to go through. Were there challenges? Plenty. Because we've been, when I married, I didn't marry. I, when I married, I married my husband, not as a pastor. He was a physiotherapist, head of department. And he had plans. He was on his way to the U.S. to work and make lots of money. And I told her that. <laughs> so that was, my, that, was where my, that was where my focus was. But now, now come, he came and said, God is calling me into ministry and is sending us to Kano. For those of us who are Nigerian, who are living in the southern part, I now said Kano. Kano is in the northern part of Nigeria. And it's a Muslim enclave. And I'm like, U.S. Kano. There's no correlation between the two. They don't fit. They don't fit at all. But now, in my little work with God, I've, I've learned that when God says something, it is, you are you better obey yep. for your peace of mind. It might be rough, but you better obey. And that was one of the things I had learned very early, that what, if I'm going on this direction and God says, this is it, I, drop the, I stop and I follow the way God is saying, go. Praise the Lord. So uh, regret has not come in at all. Have we had challenges? Plenty. But it never... You know where those thoughts, where those things come from is when we begin to entertain thoughts mm. of, oh, you better see how this person is treating you. Do you think that they love you? Do you think she loves you or he loves you? You better look at so-so and so. When we start comparing, don't compare. Our homes, we don't compare because each home is different. Yep. When, I think, will things happen? Definitely they will. But now, God, if God is the foundation, go back to him. Let him lead through this, this crisis and he'll bring you out on the other side. To buttress what my wife just said about making God the foundation, I'll give you this testimony. Uh, when, we're planning, uh, when we're planning to choose the date of our marriage, 
I remember I told my wife, we need to pray. Let's pray about it and uh, trust God to give us a particular date. And I remember while praying, we just felt we should uh, put it, uh, we should choose uh, the 21st of April, 1990. I remember the day just like yesterday. When the date came to us, we picked the date, we thanked God for the choice of dates, and we started planning. We didn't know that at that time, in fact, on that day, a coup will be planned. Because we chose the date about probably around December of the year before. But around January, February, later we learned this, a group of soldiers started planning a coup in Nigeria at that time, popularly called the Dimka coup. Uh, no, no, oh, the Oka coup, sorry, not Dimka coup, the Oka coup. And uh, they were planning to execute the coup on the night or the early hours of the 21st of April. And that would have stopped the wedding. And one of them, I will never forget this, called Major Gagara, uh, mentioned to the others, he advised the others that they should shift the day just a day forward. And then instead of April, the night or the early hours of 21st of April, they shifted it to the early hours of the 22nd of April. And I believe that because before we even chose the date, we asked the Lord, the Lord gave us the date. And the Lord, we were committing everything to him. God intervened on our behalf. And these co-plotters and co-planners, we, we didn't know them. Of course, we've never heard of them. But the eyes of the Lord goes to and fro. Amen. There's no one that is hidden before mm -hmm. him. And God must have planted in the hearts of this young major called Major Gagara who now persuaded the others to shift the day forward. That saved the wedding. Amen. That saved the wedding on that day. And uh, we had our wedding. Everything went perfectly well. And quite interestingly, you know, by the time we finish, we're not going to go for Thanksgiving the following day when we started hearing on television and on radio that a coup has actually occurred. And we could not just believe our eyes and our ears we're just thanking God for allowing us to have it uh, and not to allow the coup to disrupt it. It was a major, major lesson we learned from the very beginning. Don't take a major decision without committing it to God. Don't, because of circumstances, because of the situation, don't just take a major decision and now you're asking God uh, to bless it. Make God part of the foundation of your decision. Uh, if God could intervene on our behalf and save our married day, chosen two young people in one corner of Nigeria, and there's a, a coup that will impact the entire nation and force these coup planters, uh, plan, uh, planners to move the date one day forward, God is able to make yes. the way. God Amen. is able to perfect everything Amen. concerning the choice, concerning your marriage, Concern everything. I want to round up this particular episode by giving us what I'll call uh, three. What's that? Yes. Uh, uh, give us this particular what I'll call. I've learned this. 
<clears throat> and uh, uh, it's something that has helped us. As go, like the question said, have you ever considered, um, have you ever considered leaving your marriage? Have you ever considered saying walking away? Like my wife said, it never, never occurred to me. I'd never thought of walking out of my marriage. Of course, I believe that that question must have been asked by a lady, a woman. So that's why she answered the question first. Uh, but for me, it never occurred to me in my years of uh, being married. It never occurred to me uh, to say that I'll be walking away, I'll be walking out of it. It never, never occurred. Uh, the Lord has just kept us. So finally, I just want to say, in doubt, ask questions. Uh, don't, whenever there's an issue, don't conclude. Don't start to accuse your husband or your spouse and say this and that. Uh, in doubt, ask questions. Uh, before you ask, give a benefit of the doubt. In doubt, whenever there's any doubt in your heart, regarding any issue, regarding any situation, ask questions. And then number two, before you ask, give a benefit of the doubt. Uh, number three, don't ask people who are neither part of the problem or the solution. Uh, they're going to cause more problems. Don't just ask anybody. Uh, allow God to lead you to the right person, especially if you have a uh, uh, you have your pastor, you have someone uh, in leadership you can open your heart to. Uh, you know, uh, you can go to them, you can share your concerns, and they will pray with you, they will stand with you, and they will trust God with you to resolve the matter. So it's not just asking anybody. I will look at what my husband talking did. Talking to my friend. Uh, look talking at to what, a friend. Talking to a friend yeah. who's probably, who will just say, eh? Yeah, he's treating you like that. You don't. You can't take nonsense from anybody. You know, people like that are going to ruin your relationship. Yeah. Uh, they are not matured enough to handle what you are sharing with them. And apart from that, even to be honest with you, somebody who has not been able to manage his own relationship, and you are the one, the person you are not going mm -hmm. to to come and help yeah. you manage yours. Uh, you can't give what you don't have, yeah. uh, and you can't give what you don't have. And he's not, if he's not been able to manage his, and he's not saying that, oh, don't take nonsense. Don't, 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 don't. Give it back to him or give it back to her. It's going to ruin that relationship. Learn to be patient. Learn to uh, go to the right person. I call these three rules of engagement. Number one, uh, in doubt, ask questions. Number two, uh, before you ask, give a benefit of a doubt. Number three, don't ask anyone who is neither a party to the problem or a party to the solution. Uh, they will eventually ruin, uh, the, the, ruin the relationship. Well, at um, that point, I will just want to uh, round up uh, this particular episode. We've addressed two things regarding making the choice in marriage, uh, choosing the right person. Let God be the foundation. Let God help you. Uh, and I must say this, God does not just, uh, will not just show you or will not just guide you based on this part, or, or now, based on your experience mm. now. God knows the end from the beginning. Yeah. 
and from ancient time the things which are not yet done. So God will show you a person that 10 years down the road, 15 years down the road, mm-hmm. 20 years down the road, you be able to stay together, work together, be together, and continue yeah. to love yourself. You know, and that is why it's good to make him part of your decision, mark part of the foundation of your choice for marriage. I've said something else, don't just choose somebody because the person attends church. Because somebody is a believer, because somebody uh, bears in quote a Christian name, I say, what is your name? I once met somebody, I said, are you a Christian? He said, ah, my name is Peter, I'm a Christian. No, you're not a Christian because you're Peter. You're not a Christian because you are even Christian. You know, your name can be Peter, your name can be John. Uh, you know, it doesn't really matter. Uh, it's important that you allow God to choose, help you in making the choice. And don't forget this, when you make God the beginning, the foundation, he'll be there with you all through. Uh, that will be a lasting message you want to leave with you. I don't know whether my wife wants to say anything. No, I just want to say, like, the foundation of everything is God, especially for believers. And I believe we're talking to believers and will be coming into the kingdom. Make God the foundation. And he will be with you all through. Make him part of your choices. Consult him. Ask him. Ask him. Ask him. Go before him in prayer. Lord, what are you saying concerning this? Good to him. Ask him. What are you saying? And he's a father and he's willing to guide us. He wants to guide us. And don't go to him with your mind made up. Yeah. Don't go to him with your, okay, I have this in my mind, but God, what are you saying? Put your gear in neutral. Put it in neutral and let God be be the one leading you. Well, till we come your way again, God bless you. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thank you.